Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Marika. Hi, Michelle. So good to see you today. For anybody curious, Ali is having lunch with people at CloudFest in Austin, Texas today. So I get you all to myself and I'm so grateful for you. She's fun time oh, having me today. To happy to be here. Very happy to be here. You are somebody I have been, before we even knew each other personally, somebody that I have been following on Twitter and watching your career um, and just been so excited about the things that you do and the things that you're involved in. And that I get to call you my friend makes it even more wonderful because I get to celebrate with you instead of just watching you. And uh, you've been doing some amazing things from working at Yoast to being the CEO to uh, you know, selling the company. And then now with your investment firm with your husband, Emilia Capital, you're doing some pretty amazing things. So tell us how that all came about. Well, you're you're making me uncomfortable with all that talk. Um, yeah, so we sold Joost two years ago now, and we're now both really out of the company, which is still weird for me, but it happened, so I'm not, no longer a Joostie. Um, and we felt like we've made a lot of money with the acquisition, and we felt like we always feel like you have it's nice it's not even you have to give back we want to give back to the community and, uh, and the way we're doing that now is to invest in companies that need investment to to get started and that's partly because that's a very sensible business decision but it's also because we really enjoy working with founders we i, I think the the days that we founded Yoast. So the first few years were the happiest of my life because it was so much fun to be in a, you know, that startup culture. Uh, and for me personally, I struggled with um, leadership as a woman. Um, so I feel really passionate about helping female uh, founders um, both to find their way. It's, it's a, a difficult thing. I also found it really difficult to, uh, in the process of selling Yoast to be the only woman in my case in a zoom call because it was during COVID but well you're basically always the only uh woman in in a room and that's just that's just a bit hard it It can be awkward at the easiest and downright difficult at the most hard part of it for sure um you know I I hear uh, stories from people saying well I was the only woman there so they kept asking me to get the coffee even though I'm equal to everybody at the table and that always does put us in an awkward situation or to say oh will you be the note taker what because I'm the woman at the table I personally am terrible at being the note taker so I usually turn to a man and say will you be the note taker so that I don't I don't have to be (laughs) yeah well that happens and then in my case I'm also married to Yoast and so people just assume um, that I'm only there because I'm married to him. And if you would look at my resume, just I have a college degree, Joost doesn't. I actually have a PhD, he doesn't he, he didn't he didn't even go to college. So there could be a lot of reasons to say that he like benefited from me, but no one ever thinks that. And mm-hmm. and it's not true. So Joost is really, really awesome and did amazing, amazing things. Um, but just to to assume that someone is only there just because 
is someone's uh, wife in my case. Oh, yeah. That's really hurtful. And yeah. that happens to me a lot. So I've been, yours, yours has been called the heart and soul of the company. And then I was like, what am I? The gallbladder or the, I don't know, something Take off. Yeah. Oh, bladder. That's wonderful. Maybe you should have named the SE compa- SEO company Marika instead of Yoast, and then it would be the other way around. We made some jokes about that. Like, yeah, because Yoast in the in just he really didn't think about it too much. To, and when he called his company that, um, and in hindsight, he would never have done that because it's just so closely knit to his person. But we often joke about calling it uh, Marika. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, like I said, it's been fun to watch you do some amazing things. And the fact that you were able to sell the company and not just say, hey, we're going to buy a yacht and like take our family around the world and, and you know, behave like royalty. Instead, you said, we want to invest and other people and help them do what we did um, growing the business, I think is just, it's phenomenal. Um, I'm one of those people that likes to pay forward, pay back into the community as well. And so I feel very kindred with you um, along those lines, as far as the things that we can do to benefit others. Um, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. And I'm actually, I'm on your website right now and looking at some of the companies that you've invested in, these are not names that people have not heard of. So we're talking about Adarim and Castos, Equalize Digital, Extendify, Extendify. I can speak, I really can. <laughs> we have Nina Care, Peerby, Wordproof, WPCS. I mean, there's some really nice names on there. Yeah, so we have some Dutch companies um, that's, that, that are just well, local and we know them. Well, we didn't really know them, but but we like to to invest local and also sure. that that's that's really fun. Um, and then we have some WordPress companies, and we kind of decided along the way. Okay, we have three things that are important to us. The one thing is open source or well, WordPress, but open source mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. could be outside of WordPress as well. Sure. And then another thing is sustainability, um, which is uh, which we we only have one uh, investment that's really sustainable. It's Peer B. It's a touch, and and, okay. and it helps you to um, you don't want to buy a tool and just borrow it from someone. That's like this this platform that could help people borrow tools and things that you only need, need once. From yeah. each other, I really hope it will will become big, but we don't know yet. And then, um, and then we have the female empowerment stuff because yes. I feel like um, I care about all kinds of diversity, but mm-hmm. the female part I really understand. So I think if we invest in female founders, I can also help um, those women to step. Or I hope I can help them. Um, I think uh, you can. <laughs> step up yeah so and we feel really strongly but with an investment that we also um we're not involved in the day-to-day business but we want to be um something that could help uh grow the business and that could either be branding or seo or um mostly branding and seo (laughs) i understand yeah but also um you know just to have if people have questions about how you did something in growing your business you're able to answer them as well if you're part of that part of that organization so how um, to deal with employees and all those things yeah. how to set up a company culture and all these things yeah, yeah. That, yeah absolutely and from what i've seen you've done it well in the past so um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah for sure yeah. and and the people that i know that work at yoast who came in under um under the two of you uh are still that are still working there and love it there so i think that's 
it speaks volumes for the way that yeah. you do business for sure. Um, but one of the things that, and Ali and I talked about this on a recent episode, it's very difficult sometimes for minority business owners to either know how to look for investors or to be considered for investment. And it's not a level playing field in a lot of ways. And so knowing that you are a business that an investment business that's looking specifically, well, maybe not specifically, but absolutely open to and wanting to invest in minority and women-owned businesses, I think that that's a great, great thing. And I know, you know, this 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 episode should come out right before WordCamp Europe. So if you're listening to this afterwards, we'll be able to maybe come back later to another episode and say, how did it go? But you are uh, sponsoring WordCamp Europe yes. and you are doing um, a pitch fest, if you'd like. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I referred to it earlier in the week. Uh, for, and another thing is kind of like the WordPress Shark Tank, but yes. in a very kind and gentle way, right? So Yost isn't going to be Kevin Le- Kevin O'Leary who just like, bum, 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 people. But um, you have, a, a, earlier this week, you had three. Hopefully you'll have four. Yeah, four now. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy to hear it. So you have four companies that will yeah. be pitch, pitching their products to you or their businesses yes. to you. And by the end of the day, that day, you'll have an answer of either we're not interested or let's move forward with more discussions. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Actually, I want to do it right after. Cool. So, so, and, 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 and see, because we have quite a lot of information, I think we can have this uh, decision for, no, no, this is not for us. We're not going to mm-hmm. be able to help you or... Um, yes, we're we're going to to do that. Uh, we have at least two women pitching there, so that's good. So half I of love that. The, the companies that are coming to us are women. But I have so I want to invest in women, but it's sometimes it's also hard for them to find us. And they're they're it's getting better because if you invest in things, then people get to know you. It's also they have to know yeah. that we're like an investment company and they have to find us. Um, but um, it's it's hard to to find them, and I also think that some that for a lot of women or people from other minorities, they just don't think about the the possibility right. to, yeah. to get funding because, well, um, if you are a little bit risk aversive, you would probably not do that. Perhaps you don't know how. Perhaps there are all kinds of reasons. So mm-hmm. I think we should a show and have role models of female founders so that that other women would think oh i can do that so that's what i hope with the public pitches that women on a WordCamp, perhaps just walking by see someone pitching and looking for investment and will think oh that that could be me i could yeah i could maybe do that and maybe not them the next day but the next year or something sure yeah we need those stories and those role models out there Absolutely. And I think there's generational issues too, right? So women in my generation, we were raised that we weren't as good as men. And I, I, I went, I graduated in 1987 from high school. I was graduated ranked 21st out of 321 people. So very high in my class. And yet my guidance counselor told me I shouldn't go to college. I should try to find a husband and be a stay at home mom in 1987. And you look back at that, and I was luckily I was not the kind of person that listened to that. I went to college, I got my master's degree, all but dissertation. Like I, I did the things that she said I shouldn't or couldn't do, um, and I am sitting where I am in the community today because I don't listen to people like that. But a lot of other women have grown up hearing those voices and afraid to think that they're good enough 
We hope you're learning a lot from the podcast. If you have any questions or need specialized help making your space more diverse, equitable, or inclusive, book a consulting session, audit, or strategy service with us. Just go to underrepresentedintech.com slash services for more information. Back to the show. So if I look at in the Netherlands, which is seems to be like a really open country, but we have a really lo- low level of women working full time because uh, we have this idea, well, <laughs> um, men tend to work like five days and then women two or three because they have to take care of the children. And then, and you can't take your children to daycare every day. You can, but then you're a bad mother. I don't even do that. I I just lie at school that I'm, because if I would say that I work full time, people would think I'm a bad mother. I do work full time. I work more than 50 hours a week, sure. but I do that at night. And then people don't know. And I stop telling them because I right. won't have any friends. They won't listen to this podcast, so that helps. <laughs> I just don't talk about it anymore because if I tell people that I work full time and I have four children, I'm just, I would be a bad mother. Right. And now the recent research said that only 2% of girls in the Netherlands think that they will work full time if they're, if they're 2%. But like, if they're all, so they're all like raised in the idea that you are, well, that ambition maybe is not. Uh, uh, well, uh, an attractive trait in a, in a, in a female and that, that will surely um, but that's also what I'm struggling with mm-hmm. I've been struggling with that real well, my whole sure. life very ambitious yeah. a lot of, lot of uh, boys my age didn't like me I, to, I learned myself to be a little bit more dumb because then men would find me more attractive I'm also it- really tall so that doesn't help either but it, it's it's such a disadvantage to women to be told our whole lives that our worth is not where we think it is, but where other people want to place it. And I think that what you're doing with Amelia is saying that's not true. Oh. We we want to see what you have to say, and we want to see you know we believe that you are worthwhile. Show us your product, and if the product is also where it needs to be in the you know as far as in the in the process and aligns with your values and marketing, et cetera. Uh, your goals then we have then you have an opportunity to have an investment in those conversations Uh, and I would prefer a company well I I would most prefer a very mixed company because I think um, that that helps because the male and the female perspective but also a perspective within other culture just helps you to get the product better so that's what I think would be best always absolutely I think research also shows that those companies perform the best. So that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. I think I, it's changing because my, my brother is also in the investment world and he, he started the company with four friends and he gets from investors, he gets back, you are all white male. And he was like, yeah, you're right. And so, and for them, that's a disadvantage now, which should be, which should be a disadvantage. Yeah. For sure. I I do a talk um, about inclusion in the WordPress uh, community. And in it, I talk about if you have a diverse group of people, an inclusive group of people in your company, you are going to be able to market your products better because you're getting other inputs into what that looks like. And I specifically talk about how they uh, marketed vacuum cleaners in the 60s and 70s and how they marketed it towards men 
about how much your wife would love for you to give her this vacuum cleaner. And the pictures they showed are women in pearls and dressed beautifully vacuuming their floors. And the reality was when men gave those vacuum cleaners to their wives for Christmas or Valentine's or birthday, they were like, what the heck is this? This is not a romantic gift. And when they started to include women in marketing, right? So when we started to see women infiltrate marketing and product and that kind of thing, now we see commercials like, look how good this vacuum works. Watch it pick up dirt, right? Like it's more about the utility of it than it's a sexy gift to give. And so if we just look, use that as a, that's just the most brief example, we can see that we can do better when more people have inputs into how we do anything in our businesses. Yeah, exactly. I really, I really feel strongly about it. So young and all, you, you should have a diverse group and that should be a benefit. Um, so that, so I don't, so, but my brother has a really good company. We invested in it as well, although it were four men, but, but for me, it's, it's not that I don't want to invest in such a company, but I do think their team would be better if they had more women in there. So now I'm, I'm an advisor, um, um, because, and, and also, uh, but they do have, they do have other no, they don't. They should have more. They should have more diversity in there because yeah. that would make their company better. And he agrees. And sometimes things grow the way they grow, and that doesn't mean that that he's a bad person or his company right. is bad. But um, for me, as an investor, I would like to see more diverse teams because I believe that those companies will be more successful. Absolutely. Which is why when I saw that you all were investing in Equalize Digital. I was super excited about it. Not only is Amber Hines at the you know at the top of that company and, and with her husband, but also the products that they are creating are for accessibility, which also yes. is an inclusive thing. So yes. you know, yes. so kudos to you for seeing the value in that whole yeah. company no, really and the products that they have. I think Amber is very good. She does so many spreadsheets. She She's does amazing. Everything. Yeah, she's yeah. really amazing. Yeah, I should yeah. tell her that myself as well. <laughs> we'll have to tag her when we no, go. I was, really, I was really impressed by, uh, what, yeah. what, uh, by how professionally they run that business. Because when our business was small, we didn't know <laughs> So. We all learn as we go, yeah. for sure. But having somebody, I think the uh, an infusion of money into a business is always a good thing, right? That helps us get to the next level, helps us hire, it helps us with R&D and all of those things. But also bringing the, the brain power that y'all have. So you could say, we did this and this is how it worked well. Um, whether somebody takes the advice or not, at least they're getting more inputs about from people who have been successful doing similar or the same things that they are working on, which is so yeah. important. Absolutely. Yeah, and so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So a couple of quick questions about what you're doing at WordCamp Europe. Is it go are you going to be filming it so that you'll have it to, so people can watch it later and see how it worked or that kind Good of thing? Idea. I don't think we are because I think if we, if we are going to do that now, I should have told people beforehand because maybe not everybody's comfortable with mm -hmm. their pitch going to be yeah. like, documented for life so no we're not going to do that okay. but that was a really good idea <laughs> next time next time you can incorporate that but, but everybody is welcome so we've yes. um, we've um published a schedule on on the, the website emilia.capital and so you can see there's a blog post and you can see who's pitching when i'm also mm -hmm. going to tweet about it so that Perfect. people don't forget and then you can just well, stand somewhere in the area and hear what they're going to do. And they're totally free. So if I've not, not given them a format, perhaps they're going to do a dance. I don't know. They can do whatever they want. 
Interpretive dance about their product. Yeah, but if they want to, it's like your process is good. So then they have like 10 minutes and then we'll ask questions for 10 minutes and then that's that's it. So yeah. it's going to be short and sweet. I love it. And you'll have seen things in advance, right? So they have yes, set, yes, set, yeah. so yeah. it's not it's not like blindly working with no. them. So okay, very good. Well, I'm excited about it. I can't wait to see how it all works for you and um, I'm very much, of course, looking forward to seeing you. As as long as we've known each other, this will be the first time we're in the same physical location. So yeah. my my five foot tallness and your six foot oneness, and we are still going to find a way to hug comfortably. So it's going to be weird to see you without a screen. I know, same, <laughs> but I'm very, very much looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. It will be great. I'm really looking forward to the whole event. Yeah. So you don't just wait for events like this, though, for people. If they have a, a really exciting product and they want to pitch it to you, they can do that how? Um, they can just send us an email or fill out the contact form and then we'll get in touch. So we get we usually get slide decks. But even if you don't have that and just want to talk, then just reach out. Uh, for, for this event, I think it's really important to do this in public. And, yes. to and to well to show that it's okay to um, want to make money in WordPress because it's a lot of people do it. It's yes. mostly the hosting companies, but it could also be online. Like yes. individual contributors should should be able to make a living. Um, and I I think if we do it in public, especially if we show that um, that that other people than white men can do such a presentation, that would be a great role model for everyone. Absolutely. That's not convinced that they can can do this absolutely yeah. i love i love that it's not just this event this event is very exciting because it is yes. very public and people can see it i think it, it so many of mergers acquisitions investments happen you know behind closed doors and that's fine that's sometimes yeah. that's the way it needs to be absolutely but the fact that it's possible to do things like this publicly and share how, what the process looks like um i'm just excited about seeing it and about how it will open doors for other people to think about how they um, think about the future of their own businesses and i think that's a yeah. great thing yeah i think so too yes yeah. <laughs> all the things <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing today i can't thank you enough is there anything else you'd like to add anything i haven't asked you about um anything you're super excited for no I just uh, really hope I'm a backup speaker at WordCamp Europe, and I really hope that I, I hope they I hope they call you up into the big leagues for sure. <laughs> so that's the only thing. So because my talk will be about diversity and uh, gender equality. Yeah. Uh, so I really really hope that they that well I don't hope that someone can't make it or get sick. Um, that's all. But still, no. But if um, it happens anyway, I hope that yes, they bring, bring you up. There. That's right. <laughs> we don't wish anybody ill. But if no. it happens, <laughs> then I'll be there. That's right. That's right. Wonderful. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And I am excited about the future for Amelia Capital and what it's going to look like. And um, I will not, I have not finished watching your career grow. I look forward very much to watching the next years and how things go for you and continuing our friendship, of course. Well, great. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for being here today. And uh, we'll see you next week. Next week. Bye. <laughs>
If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.